Radio Talks. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of Ascopia Radio Talks. I am your host, Mr. Fox Tail. Today is just an amazing day because, wow, I'm joined by a fabulous, I say, alternative R&B artist, right? Um, and it's our second episode of 2022. Uh, Happy New Year once again. Um, yeah, but sitting across from me, nonetheless, is the lovely SBX. Some of you guys may know her for her song "For You" or "Waiting," you know, or just her main project, her debut project. But welcome, how you doing, man? Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Where are you from? I'm. This is work. This is working. Yeah. I'm just double checking. <laughs> um, I'm from Mpangeni, KwaZulu okay. uh, Natal, okay. uh, but I live uh, here in Gauteng, obviously okay. because of work and whatever. But I'm I'm a Zulu girl originally. Damn, so far, bro. Like, don't think about <laughs> I mean, like KZN is far. You think about you far from home, right? But before we like touch base on everything, right, mm-hmm. I just want to know, um, in terms of your upbringing. Okay. I mean, from Mpangeni. How is that like when growing up as a child? Honestly, um, I grew up in a very uh, like music-oriented family. Okay. Um, my my dad has a PhD in music. Um, he's conducted choirs in the past. He's Shit. composed his own music in the past. And my mom's been in the choir. My sister's a singer. So I grew up in a very like creative family. So I've always grown up in the arts. And um, I think I can really i guess give that part of my life to where i am right now um it contributed a lot and it influenced me a lot how i was raised and then in terms of sound because i mean you say choir so i believe like <laughs> mo- okay most artists when they say i come from a musical background mm-hmm. just not gospel okay. but it's always uh come from a church type mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Uh, music background mm-hmm. what led you to the sound that you're doing today because i mean the sound is R&B-ish. How yeah. would you describe it as well? So from my parents' influence, I grew up, especially my dad, who mm-hmm. always played music around the house and when we'd go on trips, always played music in the car. But the music that he played was Westlife and Lionel Richie and oh, uh, Michael sense. Jackson and okay. Backstreet Boys. So I grew up around pop and R&B and soul. And then with my siblings, um, my brother, one of my brothers introduced me to hip hop, Drake, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Kanye West. And then my sister introduced me to 90s, early 2000s R&B. Um, your Ashanti's, your Jennifer Lopez, your Aaliyah's. Um, and then my eldest brother introduced me to house. So that's oh. just where my different influences have come from like everyone had their tastes and okay. i just kind of gravitated towards anything that sounded good and that's why we're here um, so but like how would you describe this i mean you mentioned pop r&b to you how would you describe it my sound yeah your sound because i feel like every artist has a unique sound for sure i feel like mine is r&b but infused with like hip-hop sounds because okay. i love hip-hop i really really love hip-hop but i also love r&b just as much um i always kind of uh, not compare, but like related to something that uh, the stuff that Aaliyah started doing when she started working with Missy Elliott and Timberland, that 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 those uh, hip hop beats, but with that R and B storytelling, you know. Um, so that's that's how I would generalize my music. But I think as an artist, I'm I don't want to ever say I'm one thing. Um, I like to see I like to uh, 
see my, I see myself as someone pretty versatile. Um, okay. I feel like I can hop onto any genre. But um, I think for the most part, I'm, I'm very hip-hop, R&B, centralized. Let's see now the name, SBX. I mean, when you Google SBX, you get like a sports. <laughs> Literally, like, yeah. like when you Google it, it's like mm-hmm. a sports. Mm-hmm. So the name, how did that come about? Oh, uh, it's, 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 it's actually quite simple. It's just my, my first name and my surname. So my first name is Bashe. Okay. S-I-B. So S-B. When you okay. say it, because you don't really say the I. And then my surname is Ulu. So that's X. S-B-X. Damn. <laughs> Damn, like I would wrong for that. I mean, S-B-X. Like to break it out. I was, I, I thought maybe, how can I put it? You are a fan of that type of sports. Oh, it's like a fan of sports. Also on Twitter, you you when you type SPX, also like uh, stuff about like Starbucks comes up. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm a fan of Starbucks That's as well. Crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. No, wow. it's just my name. Yeah, I would only have thought about like, like I mean breaking down your name like yeah. that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Now moving over to you moving to Johannesburg, mm-hmm. right? And you are studying. What are you studying? Uh, so I was studying at Wits, um, theatre, yeah, expensive things. <laughs> <laughs> theatre, theatre and performance, BA theatre and performance, um, honors, and yeah, so that's what I was studying. That's my uh, initial reason for moving. Besides it being just a smart career move, because I couldn't really do what I wanted to do in my very small hometown. Oh, so you graduated already? Yeah. So what do you think um, outside of music? What do you then do? Because I know with a lot of artists, music is not the first source of income. Mm-hmm. And it definitely is not a stable source of income. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, what's your external stuff? Like when you're not doing music, what, what are you then doing? Does it apply to what you can find as well? <laughs> That's the question. So I've always like called, like I always call myself like, it's like a creative through and through. Okay. I don't think I can ever, I'm not a nine to five kind of person. So I won't sit here and lie and say, oh, I got a nine to five. I don't have a nine to five. Um, besides music, I have an interest in modeling. Um, obviously acting because I'm a qualified actress. Um, I'd like to get into songwriting. Um and then, I don't know, directing, we'll see where it goes. But I think anything that I do besides music will be creative. Now, what, um, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a lot, you know, but it's doable. Mm-hmm. What are the challenges that you have kind of faced when you're trying to, like, move into music? I mean, you come from a musical background mm-hmm. and you studied acting, mm-hmm. say, right? Mm-hmm. What are those challenges that you faced when trying to go into music? Because, I mean... When one actually takes time to listen to your to your music, which we're going to touch base on your first debut EP, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how can I put it? It's in-depth. How can I put it? It's more of an intimate love. It, like, it it takes your mind off just like, you know how regular R&B is just like vibe, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Able to jam to it. Mm-hmm. That one is like, like, it plays with your mind, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Which is a good thing because it also plays with your emotions and you actually feel the mm-hmm. actual emotions mm-hmm. that the artist is trying to emit to the world. Mm-hmm. So how would you, how can I put it? How can I place this question there? I don't know how to, how, how to like put it together. It's a very, 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 very difficult question. But how would you then describe your creative process? In terms of making music, yeah, of course. In terms of making music and challenges as well. What and challenges. challenges okay. Um, well, 
when it comes to like my process, I try my best to just be as honest as possible. I mean, I discovered I could write songs at age eight. What? And I wasn't writing good songs though. They were not good. (laughs) They were kind of stupid. But I've always loved creative writing and I was always good at it at school. Like English was one of like my top subjects. And also my dad's also an author. So it's just, you know, kind of kind of runs in the family. Um, I've always, because I love to write, I want to write from an honest place. I want to write from truth and everything that you guys hear um, is like experiences and personal and real. I don't really make up anything. Um, but you know, so when it comes to the process, I just kind of want that, 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 that thought and, and, and freedom of wanting to be intentional with my writing and wanting to be honest with my writing to come through. I really want people to hear like my stories and understand my stories and maybe even relate, you know, and be able to say, shit, I went through that. Um, oh, can I cuss? (laughs) (laughs) Um, be like shit I, I i relate to that and i get that i've been through that or okay. this makes me cry this makes me feel a certain way and so when i'm just writing i just write from the heart i try my best to just write from whatever feeling i'm feeling at the time the feeling can change i could feel different the next day but at the moment this is how i feel and that's what i want to write about right. and then okay. in terms of challenges i mean the industry is complex scotty's it's got its issues. It's got its, uh, it's got it's got its. But I think um, what's worked for me um, is just my me being my authentic self. Um, I, I really pride myself on being able to find my audience and have people gravitate towards me just being myself, um, and just allowing everything to come naturally. So I feel like that's what it's been so far. That's mind blowing, bro. That's mind blowing. I won't lie. Now. Moving over to like your first debut, your first baby per se, right? These songs are about you, I think it's from 2020, right? Yes, 2020. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I get the dates mixed up because I, I started jamming to like late 2021, mm-hmm. right? But how was compiling that project like? I mean, whew, sounds heavy emotionally, bro. <laughs> You've seen it all. Heartbreaks. Um, there's one article I read actually that said, it's also a composition of lust. Do you mind breaking down the elements of the project? Damn. Okay. Uh, I got to really get into it now. Um, so I wrote that project during quarantine. We had just got into lockdown. Level 5 was the country. And I went back home to KZN. I left job work. Went back home to get to KZN. And I was losing my fucking mind. <laughs> I was losing my mind. And I had... But at the same time, I had like producers sending me beats and being like uh i i i i heard your there's a song that i wrote called libra's interlude and mm-hmm. producers were coming in and saying oh i've got beats for you and i was just like i don't know if i even want to release anything but you know what mm-hmm. i've got nothing better to do because we're in quarantine and we can't go anywhere so send them through one of those producers was city santana and i really fell in love with his beats uh city santana and sunny the maker and yeah, I, I just, I wrote those songs from, like, just based off of what I was going through at the time. And I was going through a breakup um, at the time. Damn. And it was really tough. Yeah. And, again, essentially, that's where For You comes from. And the last part comes from... There's, like, two songs on the project, What We Do and Conversate. And 
those songs are quite sexual. Um, <laughs> but they're crazy enough, completely made up. They're not from like real experiences. It's just from your thoughts. You know, as a human being, you, you fantasize. <laughs> those songs were fantasies on paper. And so, yeah, uh, that's where the lust comes from. It was just a, a sense of longing and wanting and being in quarantine. And I mean, the person that I was even... Gosh, to, to, to lay it all out there, the person mm -hmm. I was even lusting over was not even, we weren't even in the same vicinity. Like, yeah. even if I wanted something to happen, it was not going to happen. So all I could do was just really write music about it. And I did. And then um, these songs are about you was born. And what about waiting? Was it waiting? Yeah. In the way where we go, and I will pray for it. My, my, my thing is bad. <laughs> What's that all about? Who are you trying to pray for in the song? Because I hear. A lot of people here are praying, but I what? say waiting. And I will pray for you. And I will pray for you. I will, like, the whole time I've been singing it. And I will pray for you. That, you're not the That's first crazy. person to say that, actually. <laughs> Which is actually crazy. So, like, I wonder, like, what versions of the song people, like, understand and relate to. So, people are hearing different things. But no. Waiting is just basically, oh gosh, about someone that I had a, I think honestly infatuate, I it was infatuation. Mm -hmm. And at the time I felt like, you know, when you're so, when you like, really like someone and you feel like you understand them and you, or you want to understand them and you can see, you feel like they're going through stuff and you're like, you know what, I'll wait for you to figure it out. I'm here for you. Da, 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 da. That was basically that song. So it's based on a guy. Did I say guy? Exactly. I'm joking. <laughs> um, it, it is based on someone uh, that I felt like okay. I wanted to wait for. What question was it on? <laughs> we did the guy, the did the guy get the hints in the, in the things? Yeah, did he get the hints? Oh yeah, I was, um, I, I have this thing where I sometimes tell people that okay. I've written songs about them. So I think, I believe I told them. I didn't say, I, I didn't say these songs are about you. I just say, listen to these specific songs. Bye. And then, yeah, so sad. if you listened, then he'll know. Yeah, and then now writing style, I know you kind of did explain your creative process, mm -hmm. but I feel like that also differs from your writing style. Mm -hmm. Are you more old school when you no pad? pen and paper type of thing or iPad or whatever you know however how, how people write yeah. songs these days like, yeah I can't write on I can't write on my phone at all also I have this thing like if I write on my phone and then I lose it oh my gosh I would just disappear so I'm old school pencil eraser book I have like three different four books damn I can even like go th go through books that I wrote like when I was eight years old what? I've been writing like songs like on Pen and paper. Since. Does it make sense? Okay, what was your first song, the first song you wrote? My memory, and this might be wrong, but mm -hmm. my memory, my, my, my uncle passed away in 2009, mm -hmm. I believe, and I wrote a song about him. And then I showed it to my mom. That's my memory. But it could be another song. But from my memory, that's, I was like, like nine. That is bizarre. <laughs> because I've been thinking about it, it's like, yo, you, you've seen it all. You've seen it all. Now moving over to these things. No, these songs are oh, flip, man. <laughs> these songs are about you too. Yes. The sequel to yes. these songs are about you. Mm -hmm. Please just kindly break down the song list and what um the significance of each song. Because I feel like they relate to each other at some point in time, the way you composed it. Mm -hmm. So what's the significance of each song, significant meaning, whether it be to you mm -hmm. or the type of message you're trying to transpire to those that are listening to your music? 
Okay, well, with um, these songs are about you too, uh, the EP in general is just, I guess, an extension of the first EP, uh, almost a continuation of that story. Okay. Um, a continuation of that idea of heartbreak, of longing, of lust, of missing, of romance, of all these things. Um, and those songs on this EP emulate the exact kind of same message as the first where we have songs like why and um say we just friends and if i can't even remember my songs <laughs> same story where we where we're speaking about like confronting someone about you know how much they are not giving you know reciprocating the same energy and they're not loving you how you want to be loved and especially with why where in the hook i basically ask a series of questions about like why can't you answer my line why can't you give us some time why aren't you mine why would you try to waste my time why would you give me no time because i'm giving you mine why would you, all these things? I'm asking this person all these questions because I'm trying to find out like what it is, you know, what was actually going on between us. And you have songs like "I Don't Want to Love," also say we just friends, where mm -hmm. it's a bit, you know, lustful. Um, and then you have songs like "Jews" and "Out in Fairland," where it's like I'm taking my power back and I'm not going to um, worry about this relationship any longer. And um, First of all, worry about your friends because your friends are, were hitting on me while we were dating. But um, but it's just that thing <laughs> of, you know, I'm taking my power back and um, I am who I am and I'll let you go and you do what you want to do. And then obviously you have deeper songs like For My Brother and yeah. It's the same brew. <laughs> From the first From the no no but yes like but the, <laughs> this makes me sound like i get around the block no, no um no, no, romantically you go yeah, through the most for sure for sure um i do which is just kind of sad but it's okay um we write great songs out of it um but it's almost the same thing as the other ep where there was like a bunch of songs about the same person this ep also has a bunch of songs about the same person not all of them but like maybe like four Oh, of them, all about the same person, it's I nice think. Being them, eh? <laughs> uh, I don't know. They kind of get you the argument with because I mean, number one, they kind of serve as an inspiration to you, right? Yeah, so amuse. Mm, you know I mean? Yeah. But now let's break down the song for my brother. Okay. Please just give us like a side piece of what's the whole, can I put it, the whole drive for the song? Because I mean, the mood was sad. Like, yeah. Sad, sad, like you. You could feel that okay it comes from a very deep place you yeah know what I mean? and dark space per se in the, um, to the mind per se so what is that all about so for my brother is a song that i wrote i believe end of 2020 but i only i'm only releasing it now because i just wanted to hold on to it um i wrote it about my brother my eldest brother who passed away in 2015 it's okay and i just wrote it like from the perspective of you know this 15 year old who's experiencing essentially their first great loss and not being able to understand it and also just feeling like they've they missed out on so much and they've lost so much because of it um i always think and i say like i was 15 when my brother passed away and he was 27 and I always felt like I never really got to 
get to know him and I never really got to spend time with him and all these things. I did, but I feel like there's so many things that I wish that he could have been a part of. And he was actually one of the few people who really encouraged me to, to, to do what I'm doing right now. He, he saw so much in me and he saw that I could be a star and he saw that I had the potential and I'm doing this for him. And I even say it in the song that I, I hope that you're proud, like that I'm doing this shit that you've been wanting me to do. Yeah. Yeah. But now to the, <laughs> to the good news, I mean, to lift the spirits up. What opportunities have come your way? I mean, as an artist, surely there's opportunities along the way as you create music, as you are meeting up with new creatives along the way, um, as you're trying to expand and doing PR. Um, yeah, what opportunities have prevailed? Well, no, not prevailed. <laughs> That's a bad word. <laughs> what opportunities have availed themselves to you? I mean, as you continue to promote yourself and release music, um, you know, people come to you, they want to collaborate mm -hmm. and they want to feature you and stuff. And I've met a lot of, you know, OGs and veterans through my music and of uh, which I'm very grateful for. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's allowed me to be in a space that I've always dreamed of being. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's been beautiful. Damn. Now, I, I, I feel like, from that, are you a picky creative? Like you picky of who you work with and who you don't work Absolutely. with? Absolutely. I respect. I Absolutely. I, I always say like I've never, my two projects don't have any features for a reason because I'm not just going to feature someone for the sake. It needs to make sense creatively and the song needs to be good. It's not just about having a big name on a song just for the clout. It's about something that even 20 years from now, people are going to be listening to be like, I fuck with the song. Now, do you, know. you see yourself um, working on features maybe in the next couple of months? Or yeah, this years? this year I want to actually open up that space and work with mm -hmm. some creatives. But I'm still going to be picky. I'm not going to just work with anyone. But I do want to work with some, you know, dream features. Now, what's the vision for your brand? Okay. That's a tough question. <laughs> um, I just want to take it as far as we can take it, honestly. Um, I've always wanted to penetrate the international space and I believe we can do it. Um, so um, I, we just, I just, we just want to take it as far as we can take it. And until I, the wheels fall off, as they say. Until the wheels <laughs> fall off. <laughs> now, to those that are watching, um, those who are listening um, and the aspiring singers, uh, aspiring vocalists, the want to get to maybe certain level of how to control vocals per se, you know, those who are learning, they don't mm -hmm. have the funds to go study. Mm -hmm. um, and universities, obviously, are, I'd say to a certain extent, they can be gatekeepers because obviously they have to pick if you match a certain criteria, whatever, whatever. What advice would you give to them in order for them to to develop their, their God-given talent and mm -hmm. nurture it to a point where they're able to put products out there? Mm -hmm. How does one, where, where can they even start? I think it's very important to put yourself out there, but not just only put yourself out there, but also just be okay with doing things by yourself. A lot of the times as creatives, we feel like we need gatekeepers or we need a big name to get somewhere. But I think it's so important to do things on your own and nurture your craft and find yourself so that no matter who you work with, even if you're working with Jay-Z, 
you're not working on a song for Jay-Z. Jay-Z is working on a song so it fits you. It fits your style. So I feel like it's so important for creators on the come up to really nurture their craft, whether it's like, whether it's going on YouTube um, and, 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 and searching vocal coaches and just doing your research on, uh, depending on what space you want to penetrate, whether it's essay artists or international, just doing that research and listening to other people's music, especially, you know, people that you want to collaborate with and just seeing how they do it and seeing how they got there and seeing how you can put that, put their journey into your life and kind of emulate their actions or emulate that into a way that it fits for your journey. So now I hear you saying essay and international, right? Just please ju- just explain it to me for a minute. Okay. Because I understand the markets are different, right? Yeah. But how does it then now, if you're doing pop, mm-hmm. how does South African pop differ to like international standard? Pop? Mm-hmm. Like in terms of standards, because mm-hmm. I feel like you are, you're putting it out as in terms of standards mm-hmm. that they differ. So how, mm-hmm. how, how, how did you get to that? I do feel like um, SA does have a different audience as to opposed to maybe the American audience. Okay. And I think it's more based on culture more than anything okay. and how we grew up. And, um, you know, in America, they speak English. The songs are in English. And okay. here in South Africa, we really love to hear songs with Vanak. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes when you're an English artist, even in South Africa, it's kind of difficult to penetrate the, the market sometimes, not all the time, but it's, it's really difficult to penetrate the market because the majority of the market wants to hear something that they can understand and relate to. Um, the difference between American pop, and, I mean, in, in South Africa, we have Afro pop, and that is that element of African sounds, African beats, still with pop, so it's a bit mainstream, but it's still got that cultural South African background, whereas in America, it's Bubblegummy, it's obviously okay. in English. And then you have obviously artists that I can relate to that. You have your Ariana Grande's. Mm-hmm. Even Drake is a little bit of a pop star. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, you've got your pop artists, your Dua Lipas. They have that very dancey pop, still mainstream, but it, it has its centralized audience as well. That's also a culture thing. I think it, the difference is in culture. Um, and yeah. No. In terms of those that are perhaps watching because of time constraints, right? Those who are watching or listening to the episode, where can they find you? Where can they go listen to your music? So my music is on all streaming platforms. These songs are about you two just dropped today, January 14th. On all streaming platforms, you can go stream it. And I am on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok soon. <laughs> um, uh, SBX music underscore on all social media platforms. That's where you'll find me. Thank you so much for joining us on today's Thank you episode. for having me. Time constraints are killing us. I wish we had more time. But anyways, thank you guys so much. Till next time. That's a wrap. <laughs> huh? The what?